Does your idea of couples counseling involve fighting vacuums, battling hordes of wasps, and dismembering your daughter's stuffed elephant? If so, then you might be interested in a little game called It Takes Two. What's up, everybody? Welcome to 3VO, where we are all on the same team. I'm one of your hosts, Brendan, and this week things are a little bit different. Uh, if you're listening to the audio-only version, then you probably haven't guessed, but uh, if you're watching the video, then you can see that I am not with Jordan this week. <laughs> Unfortunately, Jordan wasn't able to uh, be in attendance to host, but luckily, Garrett has stepped up to the plate to uh, co-host with me this week. How you doing, Garrett? I'm doing pretty good. Um, hi guys, I'm the editor, and I basically do everything behind the scenes, so it's kind of nice being uh, up front for a change. <laughs> <laughs> if you're new to the show, Garrett's behind all of the things, like all of the transitions, all of the really cool animations, everything that makes us look good on the show, he's responsible for. So thanks for filling in. It's really, really important uh, that we stay regular, and it's really great that you stepped up to the plate, so thanks. So this is the part of the show where Jordan and I would normally ask each other what we've been up to, but we live together, so I know and he knows what we've been up to. So I'll just tell you all what we've been doing. Uh, I've been playing some Pokemon Snap recently, gearing up for the new content update that's coming out. As of, as of the release of this episode, it's probably already out. I think it's coming out either the 3rd or the 8th of August, so very soon. Uh, we also started playing a newer game that's out on the Game Pass on Xbox called The Ascent. It's a top-down shooter style in the vein of like Diablo, but a cyberpunk skin on it. It's pretty fun, and I would recommend that you check it out, and that's pretty much what we've been up to. So now that we've got that all out of the way, let's talk about the game that we're actually here to talk about, which is It Takes Two. So It Takes Two is a new two-player action-adventure game from Hazelight Studios with a bit of every other genre of game thrown in there for flavor. It's quite unique in that way, but more on that later. <laughs> uh, this uh, is the same game developer that brought us such titles that you might be familiar with, uh, A Way Out, which is a prison escape game, and Brothers, which are also designed to be two-player games. So this is kind of the niche that Hazelight has fallen into, is developing two-player games that are really optimized and ideal for two people to sit down and either couch co-op or play online. Um, now the story centers around this three-person family. It's a mom, a dad, and their daughter. And the story uh, discusses the marital problems that mm -hmm. they're having and how it affects their relationship and uh, how it affects their daughter, Rose. Um, at the beginning of the game, Rose makes a wish that her parents could be friends again, and magically they get shrunk down into these two dolls that she's made in their image, uh, and now they are these animated dolls, and they have to figure out how to get back to uh, their daughter um, and break the spell that they're under. And along the way, they learn a little bit about how to fix their relationship. It's very sweet, um, and... Um, I, I really enjoyed this game. Um, you know, it's it's definitely a feel-good game. It's, oh, yeah. It's not... Um, it, it, there's no big twist, I would say. It's not, like... It's not very hard to figure out, like, oh, are 
are these guys going to fix their relationship and get back together? Like, it's very clear from the beginning. Like, that is the story we're telling here. But it's still sweet, and you still want to see it all played out. Like, at no point are you, like, bored with the plot, I would say. Oh, yeah. 1,000% wholesome. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. 1,000% <laughs> wholesome. Um, so let's talk a little bit about um, what I referred to earlier, being that this game is, like, all games. It's, like, all of the games uh, sprinkled, uh, sprinkled in throughout. So... The main idea is that you're moving through these sections, these different worlds, much mm-hmm. like a, like an RPG. Um, and in each area, you get a new power or boost of some kind, some new mechanic that you adopt, uh, and then you have it for that area, and then it goes away. And when you arrive in a new area, you get a new kind of something, something. So that's how the uh, game designers were able to put a lot of different mechanics from a lot of different genres of games into this one uh so what are some of the what are some of the areas or some of the abilities that stand out to you that remind you of other games oh i mean since we brought up uh the diablo-esque features (laughs) there's a a section when you're going through the dungeon of this cardboard castle Mm -hmm. where you get um one of you gets a wizard robe yeah and you're an ice wizard and then the other person gets a flaming sword with a bunch of fire (laughs) abilities it's really a whole lot of fun there's um a whole part about attraction so of course you get two parts of a magnet (laughs) and um pushing pulling creating ways to um interact with the world through um the magnets is really fun um there's there's a really really good optimization behind everything as well um because like those magnets that you were talking about Mm -hmm. like at no point um is the mechanic not working or is it difficult to like get past certain points or solve certain puzzles? Um, it's, it's very optimized and it's not frustrating in any way. Same, same with like the, um, the, like you were talking about the fire, uh, fire and ice, uh, kind of section in the dungeon of the castle. Yeah. Um, the everything up to that point in the game had been like third person kind of like behind um like mass effect style you know yeah um but then all of a sudden you were in this engine and then it went straight to top down and we were doing like diablo you had like abilities (laughs) you had a supercharged ability it was like it was very cool and us being um you know people that play games like that we were like oh cool we are in like (laughs) we know what's up um and and again, it wasn't it wasn't clunky or bad. It was very optimized. Which, yeah. you know, when you when you divert from what you've been doing for the entire rest of the game, you know, maybe that could have been really bad. But it wasn't. It was very very yeah, good. Not jarring whatsoever. Mm-hmm. It very smoothly transitions you. It gives you all of the information that you're gonna need, mm-hmm. and makes it really easy to just enjoy the game for what it is yeah absolutely and and that's the thing it's like a little treat you know especially that section but like a lot of other sections too you know you come to the there's the area where you're going through the tree and you've Mm -hmm. been given uh one of you gets um a gun essentially that like sprays this sap and the other person gets this match launcher Uh (laughs) that lights on fire and then blows up the sap that the other person um uh put down um, which kind of reminds me of like, I want to say like, um, Splatoon or like other, you know, third person shooters, you know, in that way where you're like teaming up, you know, things like that. Um, there's, 
I'm trying to think. There's the whole section where um, you can, one person gets the reverse time ability mm -hmm. and the other person gets the uh, cloning ability, um, which they use to build puzzles and, and make you work together. Which was really fun because the whole thought behind that was, oh, one person didn't have enough time in the day to spend with the other. <laughs> and then the other was like, well, I can't be in two places at once. Mm. And so they really used those kinds of themes to yeah. kind of help tell the story and give you these really fun abilities. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and each different section is so enjoyable that isolated it feels like, like a treat, like I was saying. Um, it's nice to just like have a section, like have a new ability, have it for a while, and then drop it and move on to the next thing. And it keeps the game, keeps the pacing of the game going. Um, it makes it feel like kind of like a quick play, but it's really not. It's actually got quite a lot of content to it. Yeah, no, it definitely feels like just a bunch of small sections back to back to back, which is why it doesn't get tired very no, easily. No, it does not. It does not. Um, and what's, what's cool is because this is specifically two-player oriented and each character is gifted like the different ability or what have you in each section we totally have the ability to play through this game again but switch characters and it's a, and then it's a whole other a whole other experience absolutely yeah um now this game uh has a lot of mini games inside it which i think were one of our favorite things to kind of come across and discover throughout the game too so tucked into all of the different wor worlds and regions that you go to are these tiny isolated little mini games that you can play against each other it's kind of the mm -hmm. only point in the game where you're actually competing against each other i would say yeah for you competitives out there <laughs> this was a really fun experience because we're super competitive with each other, like really bad. But these these mini games made it so that we weren't weren't fighting in the middle of it. It was it was very calm. There weren't a whole lot of stakes, but you had a whole lot of fun doing it. Mm -hmm. And and I mean, we got like mildly agitated. <laughs> as you should, as we should, you know, at times. But it was great because there was a balance. You know, there were some mini games that you were really good at. There were some mini games that I was really good at. So it never it never felt one sided or um, unenjoyable for one party. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's also this really charming cast of characters <sighs> that um, appear throughout the entirety of the game. So you have the the main characters, Cody and May, the mom and the dad, uh, who are trying to work together to get uh, through, you know, the different worlds. You also have <laughs> this love book that's come to life. Dr. Hakim. Dr. Hakim's <laughs> love book. Guide to love. Guide to love. I think. Yeah, something like that. Oh. Um, he he um, becomes animated and starts, like, coaching the two main characters through how to, you know, get, get from point A to point B, and then also how to, like, rebuild their relationship but oh, he's pardon. so grandiose and so <laughs> in your face about everything uh it's so quick to get annoyed with him but at the same time by the end of it you're like okay okay i get it <laughs> he's trying to help he's trying to like get him back together and he does he does he's very <laughs> successful very annoying <laughs> you also have um like the squirrels in the tree these military squirrels who are in a battle against the wasps that live in the tree <laughs> Uh, very enjoyable. Um, you have the, the elephant, the, okay, the oh. aforementioned stuff elephant. <laughs> so, uh, at one point, the characters are thinking, oh, we need to make Rose cry because she 
cried when she wished us to be like friends again and that's what made us small so if we get her to cry again that'll break the spell bad logic bad spell breaking logic in my opinion <laughs> but okay so they set on this on this mission to get rose's stuffed elephant which is her favorite toy her favorite toy and they're like okay we're gonna we're gonna rip it apart we're gonna destroy it and then that'll make her cry and then we'll have her tears fall on us and that will break the spell. And that all seemed fine until you actually got to the uh, elephant stuffed animal, who's the queen of the, the cardboard, cardboard castle, castle. naturally. Um, <laughs> and and she's just the sweetest, most pleasant thing. And she's like, oh, do you want to be my friend? And, and you're like there to like dismember her. And, and she and hears you. <laughs> and she hears you say yeah. that you're going to kill her. And oh man, it's it's traumatic almost. It's a little traumatic, and it doesn't work notably. No, <laughs> no, it does not. Which I think Ugh. is um, fitting because it kind of just goes to show how distanced the parents have become, not only from each other but from their daughter as well. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, we talked about how the the mechanics are really optimized um, in the game everything is ideal like it never feels like you're never frustrated you're never like pounding your head against you know the wall trying to get past a point because the mechanics are not working correctly which i think is a feat in and of itself because there are so many throughout the game Mm -hmm. you know it's not like running jumping swimming climbing and that's it it's like okay you've got this gun and oh this character has this other gun and they complement each other Mm -hmm. and then you've got you know cloning yourself and rewinding time and you've got um you know the fire grinding rail grinding and uh, um, skating and using the grappling hook there's so many different ways to explore the world and it really just sucks you in from the beginning Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) no absolutely but everything about it is optimized such that you're not frustrated with anything. Absolutely. Um, which I could very well see being the case. You know, you mm-hmm. go you go for lots and lots and lots of different things and you don't do all of them very, very well. Um, but that's not the case with this game. Everything is done very, very well. Um, and it's constantly exciting. There's so many moments that our hearts were like pounding. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I wanted to the say. tension was high in yeah. quite a few points, yeah. especially the boss fights. The boss fights, especially, yeah, <laughs> uh, were all exciting and all different. They were not, like, no, all were no aspects of any were the same. Mm-hmm. Um, and. And that's that's really fun. That's really exciting and really rewarding. Um, and you had to use, like, the abilities that you had become comfortable with, you know, throughout the previous region uh, to defeat uh, those bosses. So, it honestly, was... a, a lot of the um, a lot of the mechanics and a lot of the game reminded me of Ratchet and Clank. Oh. Um, uh, better, um, much better than some of the mechanics that were in the game in <laughs> Ratchet and Clank. But... Very similar esque in the in the methods they went about it, in the way the boss boss fights felt kind of difficult, but also really fun at the same time. And mm-hmm. every part of the game feels unique. Because um there are definitely times in Ratchet and Clank where you have to go and you have this platformer-esque type section, and then you have to switch with your robot buddy to become small and get into these different areas. So it, it was nice kind of feeling that nostalgia, at least for me. Oh, okay, yeah. I never played Ratchet and Clank, so uh, that's cool, though. I didn't know that it was it was like that. Um, so 
in in like boss fights and you know moving through all of these different areas and having areas where you can like fall to your death and stuff uh, there's some amount of dying mm -hmm. um but what's nice about this game is that it's never really the worst thing um because it has that sort of feature that some you know games have when you have multiple players where if somebody dies there's like a quick respawn time mm -hmm. uh, but as long as the other person stays alive then you don't have to you know go back um and that is true of this game too uh, it's a really quick respawn it's like seven seconds if that it's and and you can make it bad. faster by pressing the y button yeah you can tap the y button repeatedly and that'll make it go by faster um but even if you're facing down a particularly difficult enemy like some of the bosses mm -hmm. um and you do both die it's not gonna set you back that far at all this game Absolutely. is very good at saving your progress and not you know making you pay the price and go back to like the beginning of a stage if Ugh. you die which could be really frustrating and get real old real yeah. fast there are very clear checkpoints mm -hmm. yeah and just hand over foot checkpoints yeah <laughs> it's just so many um and then sprinkled throughout the game are just really wonderful individual moments that aren't you know particularly um you know a great you know example of like mechanics or the gameplay or, or they don't the really further anything. anything but they're just great like there's this whole section <laughs> towards the end of the game um where the electronic section you know where we're getting like the the amps and the microphones and everything oh yes that room was huge yeah it was it was massive um but do you remember that really exciting moment where we walked in and there was like the the like synthesizers and we had to like make a beat like make a little song that was so cool so oh. to like advance you had to like make a there was like three different uh synth synthesizers going on a, on a steady and beat. you had to have enough power from each of them yeah, to yeah. continue on See, so you were, you were, we were adding notes and like little percussive hits and things. And then by the end we had this like song essentially. This, yeah. And then the doors opened up and it layered more stuff on top of the song that we made. And it was like backing the next section of, it was so cool. <laughs> it was like a customized experience that yeah. you're, you're going to have a different one every single time mm -hmm. for every different player that you have. And you don't get that with a lot of games. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was, it was really enjoyable. I mean, the whole like ice town, I think was really enjoyable. Skating oh, around. The skates were fantastic. Skate, skating was really fantastic. You know, solving all those little puzzles in that town was really fun and rewarding. And it had a lot of, um, like mini games and stuff in even that too. scary angler fish down at the bottom oh, of that's the water right oh my gosh i remember that oh <laughs> my gosh um and the puzzles the puzzle solving in this game is really really fun because i don't know i really like tackling puzzles with multiple people like doing escape rooms and things like that mm -hmm. so it's fun to sit down and like have two heads going at a problem especially if the problem is like bifurcated and it's like yes. oh i've got to do this so that you can do this so you can do this and you're like you know, moving the pieces together to, to get to the end result. I really Sometimes a couple that. of seconds is all it takes for you to mess up the problem. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So overall, really, really fun experience with uh, It Takes Two. Uh, super replayable because, as I said, you know, I would be happy to sit and play. I played Cody, so I'd be, I'd be happy to sit down and play Cody again. But I'd really like to try out May because everything is different. Yeah, definitely. It's really, really worth it. Really replayable. Um, 
It Takes Two is available everywhere except Switch. So it's available on PC, PS4, and PS5, and Xbox. Um, and as an added bonus, if you do have somebody else that you want to play the game with, only one of you has to download it. There is a free friends pass that the other person can download, and then you can play it together. So that's mm. really nice. And to boot, the game's only like 40 bucks. Yeah. It's criminally underpriced, just like Spirit Fair. Criminally <laughs> underpriced, these little indie games. But before you jump in and buy it, you do have to have a second player. You can do it online mm -hmm. and let, I think, like a random player play with mm. you. I'm not quite sure. Mm. But you do have to have a second player. They do not allow a single player format. Unfortunately. But uh, it makes sense. Because yeah. of the type of game that it is and all of the puzzle solving and the tandem platforming, you just need another person. It's worth it. <laughs> absolutely <laughs> well everybody that's all the time that we have for this week this was our episode of it takes two let us know what you thought of this game are you gonna pick it up do you have somebody to play it with and if you've already played it through then let us know about your favorite areas your favorite mini games and your favorite powers we want to know you can also send us future ideas for games that we can cover on the show or any other topic by sending us an email at 3vopodcastteam at gmail.com. And as always, you can find us wherever uh, fine podcasts are found. Uh, and you can interact with us on our Facebook, Twitter, uh, Instagram, and TikTok pages at 3VO Podcast. Make sure you comment, like, and subscribe, and we'll see you next time. Bye, everybody. Bye.